On this edition of Locked on Astros, I'd like to honor our veterans, talk about some Major League Hall of Famers that served in the military, and Kyle Tucker winning his first Silver Slugger on this edition of Locked on Astros. Everybody and welcome into Locked On Astros. I'm HR Wheelhouse. You can find me at HR Wheelhouse on X, Instagram, and TikTok. You can find me at Stros411 on X, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros on X, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I mean, wherever you get your podcast, X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it, um, just check us out. Make sure you become an everydayer. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel, listen to us on your way home from work, on your way to work, and want to say happy Veterans Day to you all. Want to get right into the action. That Today is, well, if you're listening on Friday, it is Veterans Day. If you're watching the night before, it is Veterans Day. And if you notice, I am wearing my Astros um, salute to service military hat and my salute to service military Texans jersey. Yes, it is JJ Watt. So um, I had to support that today. I am doing great. Thank you all for asking. Um, again, look, Eric hated that he could not be here. He has not gotten his voice fully back. So he did not want to um, look. The guy's been out. He's on the IL, but he is getting fluids and he's resting up and he'll be ready to go. Trust me. He wanted to be here tonight, but he just, after talking with someone tonight, he said, man, I just don't know if I can. So we will see Eric on Sunday. Hopefully somebody get well. Um, but real quick, I want to, I want to talk about our veterans and there's a couple aspects of this that I would like to hit. Um, I, I would like to mention just some names of veterans that are Hall of Famers that served in the military. Listen to this list. Ted Williams, Joe DiMaggio, Bob Feller, Willie Mays, Jackie Robinson, Yogi Berra, Roberto Clemente, Hoyt Wilhelm, Ernie Banks, Whitey Ford, Al Bumbry, Enos Slaughter, Christy Mathewson, Eddie Collins, Tom Seaver, Nolan Ryan, Stan Usual, Warren Spahn, Monty Irving, Jerry Coleman, um, Duke Snyder, Ed Figora, and Gary Maddox, and several more. There's, It says right here, according to Naval History and Heritage Command, more than 500 Major League Baseball players and 4,000 minor leaguers have joined the fighting forces, and they include guys like Ted Williams and all that stuff. And so um, that is a pretty illustrious list. Now, the first Major League Baseball player to enlist in World War II was Bob Feller. Um, following the attacks on Pearl Harbor in 1941, he joined the U.S. Navy for four years. My grandfather was in the Navy. Go Navy. 
He was a gun captain aboard the USS Alabama and is the only chief petty officer in the Hall of Fame. I just I had to give you guys some really cool history on veterans serving in the military. And one more, because I'm going to mention this in conjunction with my father who served in the army. Um, he was drafted. He served in Vietnam. Um, I have an uncle who served in the army and he was over in Germany. Most of his service, he was there when the Berlin wall was still up. Um, my father served in Vietnam and my grandfather served in world war II. He served in the Korean conflict, the Korean war. Um, he was a gunner on a destroyer escort. And so I've got some pretty cool military background, but Al Bumbry was a center fielder for the Baltimore Orioles in 1977, and he's one of 10 major leaguers who have served in Vietnam, and he's the only one who is a former Oriole. So there you go. There are some really cool ties. And um, I asked my father, um, yeah, thank you to all that served. If you listen to our show and you're in the military, if you listen to the show and you're former military, let me say from myself and from Eric, from everybody here at Locked on Astros, thank you so much. Your service is indelible. Words don't really compare to the sacrifice that many of y'all have made, especially if you were one that had to deal with actually going into battle and having to see that side of the military. Thank you. And even those who have not, thank you for serving because, you know, service is a cost, not just to the military officer, but to the families that are involved. They sacrifice a lot when they move. They sacrifice a lot, especially if you get deployed, the fear and being away from your children. And I've got one of my best friends from college, Jason Bruce, who's still serving as a chaplain in the Army. Jason Bruce, I don't know if you'll see this. I don't know if he follows baseball, but um, Jason, thank you for your service. My friend Kevin Crump, um, my friend Brian Carden and so many others. But my father, Larry Chancey, he served in the military. And I asked him to share with me a story that I could share with you guys on here. And so we're going to make this whole first segment about honoring our veterans. And then I'll get into Kyle Tucker in the second segment. In the third segment, I'll wrap things up and maybe add some things about um, some minor league free agents or the Astros uh, minor leaguers who have claimed free agency. So this is my, what my dad said. He said, I could almost give you a week by week memory of my tour in Vietnam. Every good and bad circumstance and event. It's hard to single out any single thing to expound on without full detail and disclosure. This is my father, Larry Chancey speaking. I was drafted and chose to go to Vietnam, Vietnam, um, against every ounce of blood that my dad had because he was there as a civilian to build a new base at Cameron Bay. He left Vietnam after four months as the number three civilian for the company because of the attacks on civilians and everyone's safety. With that said, he did everything to keep me from sorry, make sure to keep me from going because of his experience and fear. I went and served our country proudly, got promoted to sergeant because of my experience and knowledge. As everyone I served with served proudly and 
executed their jobs, responsibilities, duties as trained soldiers. You can put the wounded and the killed behind you, but you never forget. I could go on without an end, so I guess we can end it here. Thank you so much, son, for asking. And thank you, dad, for your service. Thank you to the men, the women. Um, I even have a former student of mine when I was a youth pastor that went off at the age of 18 and did not return from Afghanistan. Uh, I've seen many young men go off to war in the Middle East and come back changed. So military service is something that we do not take lightly. It's something we are very proud of. This is the greatest country on God's earth, and we are thankful that we have so many people to be thankful for and giving their lives or, or just the thought of your life having to be given. Because we know Veterans Day is about those who have served and those who are serving. Memorial Day is to honor those who have since passed away or passed away in war. So there is that difference between Memorial Day and also um, Veterans Day. But thank y'all. So happy Veterans Day to everybody. Thank y'all so much for following our show. And that's what I wanted to say about Veterans Day today. We're going to move on to the Silver Slugger next. This episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. We spend a lot of time together. We talk about wins and losses. We get fired up, but I want to talk with you and get more personal with you. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications. You realize what that means. You can you can bring on extended travel, bring on natural disasters, supply chain issues. You're covered, my friend. You don't have to worry whether or not you're going to get your generics refilled. And this is possible because our friends at Jace Medical. So go to go online at jacemedical.com and receive your 12-month supply of your daily medication. Use the promo code locked on and check out the discount as well. A verified customer once said, I am thankful for the service. Please, uh, the supply chain issues caused me to cut my pills in half. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered at the antibiotic kit. I feel secure now. Prices are lower than local pharmacies. I highly recommend them for everyone. If you or someone you love needs to get the peace of mind by having a year supply of any of your daily medication, go to jacemedical.com and see that it's what is offered to you. Remember to use the promo code locked on for $20 off your purchase. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to Locked on Astros. Again, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and thank everyone. If you're listening again, thank you for your service. Kyle Tucker. Kyle Tucker um, was the league leading RBI, was, was the RBI leader for 2023. Kyle Tucker wins his first silver slugger of his career. He has a gold glove to his name. He has two all-star nods. And he has a World Series. He had a 5.4 war in 2023. In 574 at-bats, he had 163 hits, 29 home runs. We know it's really 30, Kyle. 284 batting average, 97 runs, 112 RBI, 30 stolen bases, 369 on base percentage, a 517 slugging percentage, and an OPS of... 
an, an OPS of 886 and an OPS plus of 142. Kyle Tucker is a guy that everybody's wondering what on earth are they going to do with this guy? <laughs> are we going to sign him to an extension? Does he deserve that one big contract that it seems like Jim Crane has failed to pay out? Now he has paid a couple hundred million dollar contracts and they are somewhat discounts, believe it or not, that if that sum of money is a discount, it is to both Altuve and Bregman as well, as well, Jordan Alvarez. I think King Tuck is definitely, is definitely the guy that you put out there that you put the money for because Kyle Tucker, I mean, look, he simply is the man. Now, um, one of the things that someone asked me or actually mentioned to me in a comment on the show was um, they said, you know, I hear you talking about all these contract extensions, but do you realize that when you extend a contract or when you go over the luxury tax threshold that you get a penalty draft pick, you lose draft picks. And I was like, you know what? I forgot about that. That is true. And so let's look at what Kyle Tucker's market value is at this point. We may have covered this in the past. Um, his career earnings, look, um, he's still in arbitration. He's got ARB2, ARB3. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2026. And of course, they don't give me a market value. That, that would be awesome if they gave that to me while I'm on air. But I really think his market value is somewhere between 25 and $32 million a year. Um, we don't necessarily have the room this year. And the bottom line is this. You, you don't have to sign him to an extension this year. Now, if you decide that you're not going to sign him, then you've got to decide, are you going to let him walk at the end of his second or at his third ARB year? Um, or are you going to try to trade him if you don't intend on signing him so you can get something for him? I, I just think that he's the one guy that you go out there and you pay the money to. You, you just you just, you just have to, right? I mean, Kyle Tucker, I, I know his postseason was terrible. He hit 150 in the postseason. He only had one RBI. He had four hit, he had four runs and six hits. It wasn't a good postseason, but his career postseason, yeah, it's not much better. But his lifetime, his lifetime, 272 hitter, 102 home runs. Um, he has 368 RBI and OPS of 852. Kyle Tucker did not have his, he had, he didn't have his best year in average. He didn't even have his best year in OPS, but he had the most stolen bases. He should have gotten that 30th home run. He tied his career high in doubles with 37. He had a career high in hits. He had a career high in games played. Um, he had a career high in triples. Um, he walked more than he's ever walked before. Um, he had the same amount of strikeouts, but he basically doubled his walk total from the next, from the last two years. 
Um, I mean, 97 runs scored. What am I missing? What am I missing, Jim Crane? Thank you, Mr. Olson. Pay the man. Come on, man. What are we doing here? Um, it, it, it's just unbelievable that we're sitting here talking about the fact that we think that Jim Crane might not pay him. You let Springer walk. You let Correa walk. You let Cole walk. You let Morton walk. Keuchel, eh, he was kind of at the end anyways. But you let these big names go. Altuve is absolutely going to stay. I'm not worried about him. Alex Bregman, I believe if Altuve stays, I believe Bregman stays, and I believe Bregman takes a team-friendly contract. He's making a lot of money on the side with horses, so I think he'll be fine. Um, Brett, what is the word on Forrest Whitley? Um, why hasn't he? Why isn't he playing for us? Well, he's still in the forty-man roster. Um, his fiance, um, he's actually going to be getting married here pretty soon. She posted a video of him pitching um, and warmups. I guess you know he's doing some, I guess, off-season training stuff. He looks to be throwing really well. Look, he he's just been hit by the injury bug. He just has had a lot of bad luck, and there is a reason why they have held on to him for so long. So that is um that is where he's at. He's on the he's on the 40 man roster. He has a chance to make it up. They wanted him to make it this year, but injuries is the reason why he's not playing. Good question. Dalton says pay him if we had a sure thing behind him though. You mean a sure thing behind him as in backup or a sure thing behind him as a player? Um, Kyle Tucker, look, maybe if you pay him, maybe if he has this contract stuff settled, maybe Kyle Tucker does everything that you want him to do and more. If you look at how many games he played this year, again, the most games he's ever played in his career, he played 157 games last year. He played 150 the year before he played 140. He had 70, he had 574 plate appearances. That's 30 more than he had in 2022. Um, he hit more doubles and more triples. He stole more bases. So I'm not trying to make excuses, but the body does get older. We do get older. And I mean he is 26, but that's this is the fullest season that Kyle Tucker has had. Maybe that had something to do with his lack of production in the playoffs. Maybe he was gassed. Maybe this dude who has been in the playoffs pretty much every year that he's been a pro is just gassed. And maybe the blessing, y'all, is in the curse. Maybe it is. I don't know. Um, Al Tucker does so many things well. Don't let this postseason go against him. Oh, no, I'm not I'm not going to hold it against him. Now, <laughs> in negotiations, if you know anything about business, they're absolutely going to go, well, you know, in the postseason. Um, I don't know if the Astros are going to go as low as the Brewers did, but the Brewers literally told their ace, hey, you're the reason we lost in the playoffs last year. And he came out and said that. I was like, wow. Um, but the guy was always hurt, and he probably never even played one spring game. Actually, um, Mr. 713 Forrest Whitley has played a spring game. He actually has pitched in a few and several minor league games. Remember, he was promoted from double A AA to triple A 
and he was looking good. I saw him in his first, no, his second start here in Sugarland, and he went out in like the second inning. And he had it was something with his with his elbow or his shoulder. I can't recall which one. He just has been hit by this by this bug, and so, um, and yes, um, Linda mentions he did play in the World Baseball Classic this year too. You know. But everybody had someone that played in the World Baseball Classic. Uh, the Rangers had players in the World Baseball Classic. There were other teams. So we can't really use the World Baseball Classic as an actual excuse. But let's let's look at real quick, let's kind of shift gears and let's look at the minor leaguers that have chosen free agency for the Houston Astros. Okay. The Astros that have chosen free agency this year um, are as follows, and I want to I want to pull up the the actual list here because there are several of them. A couple of them we've actually had on the show, and so I want to make sure I get these names right. I know Joe Record. Um, he became a free agent um, three days ago. We interviewed him. He had done some closing for the Sugarland Space Cowboys. He was actually selected. By Houston in the 2020 Rule 5 draft, invited to Major League Training Camp in 2023. Um, he worked back from a diabetes diagnosis this summer and amidst one of the biggest seasons that he's had yet. So he has moved on. Um, let me see. There is a list here. I, I had this list pulled up, and then it is, of course, gone when I need it the most. Um, so the Astros have, have had a just a litany of players who basically have claimed um, free agency this offseason. Um, right here, Jake Cousins, right-handed pitcher. Um, Hebert Garcia, Ronnie Garcia, Angel Macure, Matt Rupethal, Dios Murky Taveras, there you go. Juan Pablo Lopez, left-handed pitcher. Andrew Knapp, catcher. Garrett Wolferth, Luis Avelis Jr., and Ryland Bannon. Um, right-handed pitcher um, Gerardo Bojorquez, elected free agency. J.J. Medicevic, Anoli Paredes. Um, those are the ones you probably know most. Luis Perez, Brett Gillis, Christian Gonzalez, Juan Pablo Lopez, Nero Rodriguez. So, those are all players, but the ones you would know probably the most is someone like a J.J. Medicevic or even Anoli Prady. So those guys have elected for free agency for the minor leagues. We actually have a 40-man roster of 37 players. So we now, um, we now have three spots to fill, but we only have a few million dollars to work with. And here is a better official total of the money that we have had or that we have to deal with um, this year. And I remember Eric had sent it to me the other day and I forgot. So Michael Schwab, if, if you go to Twitter, Michael Schwab has a love hate relationship with people on Twitter, people either really like them or they really hate them. Um, he, he tweets, dude, he's got some good stuff, but they're anyways, I, I actually like Michael Schwab. Um, I talk to him from time to time, but this is what they have right now. And this is from Fangraphs, the CBT space. Um, what they have is um, the CBT threshold is 237 million. The total estimated luxury tax payroll 
is $223,776,032. So what that means is the Astros are $4,222,968 under the competitive balance tax. Houston has $4.2 million to spend on relievers, and Diaz is back up if Jim Crane wants to stay under the luxury tax. Guess what? He does want to stay under. So here are the salaries that you have that are guaranteed salaries. Justin Verlander, AAV, $40 million. Jose Altuve, $23 million. Alex Bregman, $20 million. Jose Abreu, $19.5. Jordan Alvarez, $19.1. Lance McCullers, $17. Presley, $15. Javier, 12. Montero, 11.5. Graveman, 8. And Hector Neri's buyout, 1 million. That's if you were to let him go. Well, he's gone. So that's a total of $186 million. Arbitration eligible players. Kyle Tucker, estimated ARB number, 12.6. Kramer Valdez, estimated ARB number, 12.1. Jose Urquidy, estimated ARB number, 3.5. Chas McCormick, 3.1. Mauricio Dubon, 3.1. Luis Garcia, 2.1. Brian Abreu, 2 million. That's $38.5 million total in arbitration eligible players. And pre-arb players would be Jake Myers, Jeremy Pena, Hunter Brown, Yiner Diaz, and JP France. And that's around $11 million. So the reason why I'm talking about all that is because this. The Astros don't have a whole lot of room. If Jim Crane is not willing to go over the competitive balance tax, then they're not going to do a whole lot in free. They're not going to do a whole lot as far as signing players. They're going to have to trade um, with the Padres. The Padres are sellers right now. The Brewers are selling. Corbin Burns is the guy I was talking about. Corbin Burns is that Brewers pitcher that the Brewers said, yeah, we're not going to give you this money in arbitration. Why? Because when we went to the playoffs, you were one of the reasons why we lost. It's like, man. So who is JJ? JJ is JJ Medicevic. JJ Medicevic's best moment as an Astro was hitting a home run off of Garrett Cole in Yankee Stadium in 2022. I actually made a pretty cool graphic and uh, sent it to him in DM. He gave me a thumbs up on it, um, but, you know, that's okay. I like to do that from time to time um, to show these players some love. Um, yes, that's exactly what I was talking about. I'm sorry, 2021, 2022. I, I get the I get the years mixed up, but yeah, that was an absolute tank that he hit. And you know, JJ had upside. It was just I, I just don't know. Like baseball is hard. There's only 750 major league players, and and even the worst players, even the guys that don't perform the best, they're still major league players. And, and so, um, and out of those contracts that I read, Jose Garcia, you read my mind. <laughs> The worst contracts are Lance McCullers Jr. and Rafael Montero. Those are painful. Those right there are painful. Paying him $17 million to maybe show up in July. Wow. Yeah, that oh, and the Montero contract. Good Lord. I, I loved it at first because I thought we had unlocked something with Montero, and I thought that maybe he was going to do something. Well, that was an outlier year. That was his Marwin Gonzalez year, minus an apparatus in the tunnel leading to the clubhouse. So I digress. But hey, guys and girls, thank y'all so much for hanging out with me. And once again, I just want to say thank y'all for being everydayers. And thank you for tuning in to Locked on Astros. Thank you to those military. It is your service that has 
led to our freedom. And we thank you so much for everything that you've allowed. And we just hope that you all have a great Veterans Day. If you have people in your family that are serving or have served, let them know that everyone at Lock On Astro says thank you. We are humbled. God bless. God bless the USA. Y'all have a good night. Those strokes.